Welcome to Potatoes and Sriracha. That's right, Potatoes and Sriracha. This is a podcast about establishing and running your own business as a new entrepreneur. On each and every episode, we take the time to dive into issues and challenges that we have faced as brand new entrepreneurs. Things that are emotional, mental, spiritual, personal, that can help you succeed as a brand new business owner. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Potatoes and Sriracha. Personally, my favorite two things to eat, but welcome to another episode. Um, we're so happy that you're joining us today. I am joined by the one, the only, Dr. Danielle McDonald. Say what's up to the people. What's up, people? She said, what's up, people? Hopefully, you guys are doing well. Obviously, as you know, we've been running this episode for not this episode, but this podcast for a little bit now. Obviously, it's sponsored by Kinetic Plus LLC, a physical therapy business that helps you get back to your mobility at your convenience. We just wanted to be able to hop on on this episode and just share a few thoughts with you. First of all, for the people that are listening, I just want to let you all know that Danielle's birthday just passed. <laughs> so that was hype. I was excited. We celebrated in our own special way. She didn't cry, but you know, she laughed and smiled. And did you want me to cry? No, no, I just you know say it's for a little special. But no, honestly, you know, I'm, I don't I'm, I'm glad she was able to enjoy her birthday. I had fun, and she had fun. But it it was all good. And other than that, man, hope everything else is going well for the listener, and that life is treating you well. And uh, without further ado, the thing we wanted to talk to you about today. Is something that me on a personal level, I have been struggling with this week. Well, last week, and then I kind of like became strong in it this week. But essentially, it comes down to never letting your situation determine your strength, right? Never letting your circumstances determine how your outcome will be. And what this means is simply this. Like, I know for a lot of us, for a lot of y'all, you are in the thick of it. There are students that are listening that are hitting, like, that season right before midterms. Um, there's brand new business owners that are starting their business and things are not looking too hot right now because they've invested, like, thousands of dollars and they're not seeing any return. And things are just like, wow, is this really worth it? Um, I know there's a lot of people that are just listening to this as a regular professional, whatever industry they're in, and just things may not be going your way. And the thing we wanted to talk about mainly is just not allowing your current circumstances to dictate how your outcome is going to be. And by that, never looking at your situation to determine your strength. Let me say it like this so I can really break it down. We can start teaching. So thing for me when it comes to looking at your circumstances is I am allegedly a very emotional person. So when I feel things, when I experience things, I feel it. I don't know why you're laughing, Danielle. Um, <laughs> when I experience things, I experience them on a very emotional level. Things tend to hit me emotionally. The problem with that is I've had to train myself to have not reactionary responses to things, um, most of the time, but to like think something out and then work through action. And for me, when things tend to get tough, I am a very positive person. I mean, like 99.99999% of the time. 
I think I'm a positive person. Um, Danielle apparently has something to say. If you got something to say, say it. <laughs> I was just going to say, for the most part, you are very positive. That's what I just said. A 99.999. Wait, wait. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's 0.01% though. I'd probably say like maybe like five, like maybe like 4.5% negative when things kind of get a little like, a little thick, you know, it just get a little rough and the realness, the realness of it hits you and then you get into this mood. But at the same time, you're able to get out of the mood as, as long as you have communicated what's going on and, you know, get your strength and your faith back up. It's normal. Yeah. It's human. Yeah, just saying right. it's not 0.01%. It's more like 4.5. Ladies and gentlemen, get you somebody who sees you for who you are. Um, <laughs> anyway, like I was saying before, I was so like, don't, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, man. No, I'm just <laughs> saying. Don't, don't, let, don't let the truth. I said 99.999% positive. All right. Apparently, I'm 96.5%. 90, 95.5% positive forgive me for the quick man apparently i'm 99 95.5 positive that's not the point the point <laughs> is um because i tend to feel things on any emotional level when things like danielle said when things do get tough um there are some things that try to break me most of the times i can see the way out of everything i can't see how things can work out but you know when things start to really hit like a time crunch when things start to hit up against the wall when you're on the clock um, things can get tough and I, I can sometimes begin to almost doubt the possibility of things happening. Now, what's crazy is my life has worked out in a way that if it's happened before, it's going to happen again. So that's how my life works. But the thing is, because things have gotten tough in the past, they've always worked out, which means things that will get tough in the future will indeed work out as well. Um, and that's just not leaving things to chance. Obviously, I'm a praying man. But even just setting myself up to be in a position to receive blessings or for things to work out, I constantly do that so that even though things get tough, things actually happen because I'm in the position for things to work, right? Coupled with my with my faith, coupled with um, my beliefs and everything else, I put myself in position for things to work out. And so when we start to talk about not looking at your situation to determine your strength, like for the academic student, man, who is sitting in class and you're a month in going into that week five, week six, and uh, your first couple of tests aren't, tests aren't going too well, right? And you start thinking to yourself, man, my grade just dropped like from an A to like a B minus because of like one exam. Don't, don't look at it like when we say don't look at your situation to determine your strength. Just because you had one bad test doesn't still mean you can't finish with a pretty high grade. Right. Just because you just started your business and you're a couple of thousand dollars in the hole doesn't mean it's not going to work out. I think the problem with like, or I'm not going to say problem. I think the thing that a lot of us face is when we, when we look to our current situation to determine our strength is that we often want like now results, right? This is something Danielle just talked to me about, like that I apparently do. Um, when I ask <laughs> for things, I expect things to be done. Like, now either now or like really soon why because that's just how i grew up that's just how i function as a person i'm a very high d right we're gonna do the disc boy i'm a very high d so when i say i need something done 
one, I'm not expecting anybody else to do it. If I gave somebody a directive, I expect that person to do it and to get it done correctly. If I say I need something done, because for me, I've learned that I have to say I need something done within a certain time frame. Once that time frame is gone, I'm just going to do it myself. I'm not even going to ask like a second or third time. I'm just going to do it myself because that's just how I am. But I think for a lot of us, we tend to look at our academic situations, our business situations, our relationship situations, like because things are not going well right here, right now, it's not going to turn out well. You see the babe, that's like, that's why people give up so easy because like you said, they want immediate results. But the thing is you need to understand that in order to get up, in order to progress, you have to fall first. Sorry, it sucks, but how are you going to get up if you never fell down? How are you going to be able to appreciate your success if you don't even know what rock bottom looks like? What if the people have never failed? What uh, if somebody's never failed them? What if somebody has never been in a situation where things didn't go their way all the time? Well, I have an example of that. It's going to be academic. So I'm, I'm, I'm an overachiever. Okay. Girl likes getting A's. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> Graduated with like a 3.9 GPA. Okay. I like doing well. But when the NPTE, which is the National Physical Therapy exam came around, your girl was not, not crushing those practice exams. Oh, yeah. Not no. crushing, huh? Not at all. Not at all. Not crushing, um, even just registering for the exam correctly. Like, oh my. the first time around, I got a, a letter that said I was denied to even take the exam. And that, that crushed me. That hurt. that hurt. It hurt. I'm like, you're telling me I'm not qualified? Not qualified. Absolutely. I'm not even qualified to take the exam, so I can't even know if I'm going to fail it? That's <laughs> That's worse than even like failing. That's, that's worse than not. That's even not. That's worse than even taking it. You can't even qualify to fail. But it's like you're in school, you're doing well in school. You finally get to the exam, the exam that's supposed to de- help determine your future, and you're doing it, and it's like it makes you wonder were you even in school? And then that was like one of my well, it wasn't my first example of failure, but one of my first moments of failure in my in my terms, and it sucked. It hurt. I cried. But I conquered. I'm a PT today. Actually, in a week, I'll be my anniversary with my license. Oh, wow. I know. I just thought about it yesterday. I'm too bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I mean, even that right there is its own example where, like, I think a lot of us, you know, it's crazy. I actually read this article that said a lot of billionaires don't make their billions in their early part of life. Right. And this article really stood out to me. I was reading it this morning um, in class and it really stood out to me because like it it dawned on me one, like a lot of the financial goals I think we tend to have in our 20s where growing up in this specific generation, um, man, like it's never been easier to make money, but it's also never been harder to pick something to do. Bored or, or, or better yet, it's never been harder to discipline ourselves to do something because I think when a lot of people made a lot of money back in the day, like there was only like a few set avenues where you could do and you knew, you know what, I can actually literally go and clock in nine to five and I can make a pretty healthy living. Well, you can't do that now. 
now it actually requires more of a grind. Now it actually requires maybe you staying up late, waking up early, putting out more. Like we live in a, we're living like a race where you got to get more, more and more content out just to be able to stay almost relevant in a sense. So it's part of it. So the article goes like, most of these people didn't make their billions um, in their early stages, right? A lot of them didn't make their billions till like they hit like their 50s or their 60s, right? I'm about like 70s. I'm talking about billions of B. And the problem is they were like, for a lot of these people, they hit like their 20s and 30s and hit like a mil, hit like maybe 10 mil and they got stuck there, right? And it could be easy. And you got to understand there's level to this, right? So obviously if you're saying that you're making 100K a year, you're going to be looking at somebody making a million going like, well, that must be nice. Well, if you're sitting there making a meal, but it's surrounded by people that are making a hundred mil, well, guess what? You're going to be sitting there looking that's making nice. So I use that just to say like, you could be sitting there stuck at a level and think like, well, is this all there is to it? Mm. Is this all that it's going to be? Right. Danielle and I were talking earlier today where we're like, man, I grew, we grew up, she grew up assuming like, you know, the best version of life financially would be like, if you're like a hundred thousand there. Yeah right dream you're so close to it now think about it you're already so close to it and you're only 24 and yeah think about it you're you're so close to it and you're already almost 24 and for a lot of us like if you look back and you think man as a kid if i make 100k a year i'm I'm gonna be straight but now we're looking at it thinking oh like there are things that we're trying to do in the business with things we're trying to do personally and they're going to require way more capital they're going to require way more things why because we're trying to have a lot of freedom but i just know like the sheer fact that even though maybe we don't have 500 or a million dollars in the bank account right now that doesn't mean we can't hit it in 12 months that doesn't mean we can't hit it in eight months right? Our current circumstances do not tell us what's actually going to happen at the end of the year. Part of the thing is a lot of people have to understand that when you look at, that's why I love the game of football and sports usually that involve four quarters, right? Because when I look at football, like one of the things I'm always doing, Danielle's like learn to watch Ohio State games with me, right? So this year, this year, something, something special happened this year that usually doesn't happen. This year, Ohio State basically won the game in the second quarter of most games they usually won the game in the second quarter of most games first quarter things you would like maybe look a little dicey you know we're tied up but second quarter suddenly we're up 51 to like 10 right but if if we go back throughout the entire season and we only watch the first quarter well guess what you might not be able to tell Ohio State had a pretty phenomenal year because you'd just be basing their year based on the first quarter results, just basing on how they did in that first 15 minutes of a one-hour game, right? And, like, kind of going through the year and thinking about the season, man, I think it's the same thing where, like, for us, we're only in February now, and there's 12 months in the year, and so we're still in Q1. We're still in quarter one. And for us, we have a pretty lofty goal, at least – Honestly, it seemed lofty when we said it, but now it doesn't seem lofty anymore. It's just a matter of doing, right? But the thing is, even though the goal is there, the goal is to hit that in the year 2020. But if you were to look at where we are right now, you'd probably be like, well, there's no way. There's no way y'all going to hit that. And it's the same thing for a lot of us as like people, students, business owners, where 
we'll look at where we are currently and we're just like, there's no possible way on this earth that I'm going to get out of this. There's no possible way I'm going to get out of this debt. There's no possible way I'm going to pay all my student loans. There's no possible way that I'm going to have that business that's flourishing. There's no possible way that I'm going to get that GPA that'll get me to the next level. Because in the moment, things look really tough. But that's just the game. The game is meant to be hard in the thick of things. Exactly. Right? Nothing nothing is really just meant to be easy and handed to you on a plate, really. And if you had it done for you like that, well, congratulations, you know, hook me up. But for those of y'all who had to go through the, the struggle season, that you've had to go through you know, moments where you're just like, man, is this really worth it? You feel like things are going to break you. Like for me, I have moments like last week, I felt like it was going to break me. Now it hasn't. Honestly, I think positive people get positive results. So I know it's just like, as long as you keep working and putting yourself in a position to be ready, things will work out. But it's a matter of understanding that you cannot look at your situation at the moment, especially if it's tough, to determine how strong you are. You cannot look at your situation, no matter how bad it is, to determine what it's going to take for you to overcome it. Because that's not how life works. Life has a funny way of working in your favor as long as you do the work, as long as you put yourself in a position to win. Because if you just give up, you put your hands up and say, well, this ain't going to work. Guess what? It's not going to work where your attention goes right Hmm. so peep this like where you focus on is where everything will lead to so if you focus on things being hard and things looking impossible well guess what the situation will manifest as hard and impossible and i know this is a lot easier to say than for people to experience because people be like whatever but think about it i'm going to use one of my favorite presidents of all time old Barack Obama, where um, they told him that when he wanted to become a senator, he was moving too fast. When he became a senator, they told him that, yo, like, it's not time for you to run for president. And then he did a speech at the Democratic Convention in 2004, and they're like, whoa, 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 like, it's not going to work out. Like, your current situation says that there are people that are more qualified, have put in more time, have more political capital, Right? But, and he could have folded and said, all right, I guess it's not for me. Yeah. But what did he do? Instead, he said, no, well, we're going to still go out and get this. We're going to put ourselves in a position to win. And he did it not once, but twice. Hmm. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. If you're looking at yourself in a financial hole and you're thinking like, man, how is this going to work? Well, do you have systems set up? Just today, Danielle sent me a message about one of our packages and our therapy stuff. And we decided to make a decision to put ourselves in a position to better serve the patients. Because one, we don't want somebody not to get the best optimal care simply because they can't do one version of what we do. So if we make something specifically for those patients, right, and have them at their own rate, guess what? Now when they come in and they can only do this or that, or they can only do insurance, or they can only do cash, well, guess what? We got something for you. And on top of that, we've built a package for you. So we put ourselves in a position to win by having more clients, being able to serve people more, being able to have our business thrive. But at the same time, we put those patients, by doing what we're meant to do, we put those patients in a position to win because now they're going to have their own therapy the way they need it at their convenience. 
that's a beautiful thing. So even though your current situation can say that there's no way this is going to happen, even though your current situation can say that there's no way that you're qualified for this, or there's no way you're strong enough to overcome this battle, as long as you just start thinking one day at a time, I can, I will, I must. Mm. Say that again. It will happen. As long as you put yourself in a position every single day to think I can, I will, and I must, you will win. You will win. What do you have to say to that? Nah, you said it all. That was good. I got nothing else to say to that. No, mm-hmm. honestly, like, it's just a matter of don't give up, man. Like, life gets tough, and that's okay. One thing I can add to that, so you can still go with that mantra of I can, I will, I must. And also, either write down your vision, print it out, Put it somewhere you can see it. It's hard to envision what you can't see. So you need to make it visible and you need to make it concrete and you need to make it measurable. Write down your goals and write down your vision. That's what's going to get you where, where it's, that's going to keep you motivated to keep pushing when things get rough. That's facts. And that's that on that. We'll see you next time. Happy Black History Month. Peace. Hey, happy Black History Month. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on Potatoes and Sriracha. Please remember to like, subscribe, and rate, and we'll see you on the next episode.